Hallelujah. All right. What is your heart's desire? You know, yeah, that's, that's, that's a question. What is your heart's desire? What do you want? You know, well, I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. To let you in on my heart's desire. And it's holy communion. Yeah. But it's not holy communion in this sense, you know, um, in us, you know, partaking of the body and, 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 and blood of the Messiah. You know, we, we, we've done that, right? Mm -hmm. uh, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. I don't, I don't mean this holy communion. I mean, holy communion, mm. you know? And uh, so to, to really, to really uh, understand what I'm talking about, we're going to have to break down what holy communion is. Mm. So we're going to, you know, the emphasis is on holy, you know, so we're going to break down what holy is, what, you know, because uh, first keepers one fifteen and sixteen teaches us it says, but as he which have called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of conversation, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, um, some of you uh, may remember from when we did First Peter. It wasn't that long ago that this <laughs> word conversation, you know, didn't actually mean conversation in the in the sense that we understand what a conversation is today. Mm. You know, um, you know, this it wasn't a bad translation during this day, but now mm. today this word is not used in the same sense. Right. So can anybody tell me what this word conversation means? Behavior. Behavior, lifestyle, manner of living. That's absolutely. Mm. You know, so this is what it's speaking of. He's saying you know, as he which have called you is holy, so be ye holy in all manner of behavior, lifestyle, manner of living. Amen? Amen. You know, so it's not talking about how you talk, it's talking about how you act. Yes. All right? And he says, be ye holy for I am holy, you know, for the most high himself is holy. Amen? All right, so question. Do you need the Holy Spirit to be holy? Yeah, it's a question. <laughs> you don't see that question mark at the end. Yeah, it's a question. Anybody gonna give me an answer? I heard. No. All right, we got we got a resounding yes from the majority, and then I have one no over here. You know, why do you say no? Because my lifestyle can uh, walk in Yah's ways without His Spirit. Ding, 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 ding. She's absolutely right. You do not need the Holy Spirit to be holy. You know, even as we just went over, you know, what Peter was speaking about, he was actually, you know, pretty much uh, uh, defining it there. Hmm. You know, holy speaks to a lifestyle, a behavior, a manner of living. Amen. Mm. Yeah. You know, so you do not have to be whole, have to have the Holy Spirit in order to be holy. Mm. You know, the Holy Spirit is drawn to those who are holy. Mm. See, you, you don't get the Holy Spirit and then the Holy Spirit leads you into holiness. No, you become holy and the Holy Spirit find you. Yeah. Mm. Right. 
Amen. You know, so you don't have to go out looking for the Holy Spirit, you know, so that you can become holy. No, you become holy and the Holy Spirit will find you. And if you're not holy, then you probably won't see it. You know, he's not going to find you. You're going to be walking around thinking you're holy. Say lie. Anyway, I digress. How should we define holiness? You know, because you don't need the Holy Spirit to be holy, but you do need to be holy in order to get the Holy Spirit. So how should we define holiness? The definition of holiness. You know, we have a scriptural reference in Hebrews 12, um, 14. It says, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Adonai. Without holiness, you're not going to see you're not going to see the master. You're not going to see the Lord. You're not going to see the Adonai. Amen? Mm -hmm. The word holiness is translated from the Hebrew word kodesh, or kodesh, you know, which means set apart to Elohim or set apart to God, right? Mm -hmm. This Hebrew word is translated holy, it's translated consecrate, and it's translated as sanctify. Now, this is always the fundamental idea of a holy, consecrated, separated, or sanctified person or thing. That is something set apart for Elohim, something that's set apart for God. That is something that's holy, something that's set apart for the Most High. Amen? Amen. Now, we see that this word holy is also, Kodesh is also translated as sanctified, right? Mm -hmm. The word sanctification is related to the word saint. Mm. Both words have to do with holiness. To sanctify something is to set it apart for special use. To sanctify a person is to make him holy. So when something is set apart for a special use, it is sanctified. And when something is set apart for special use for Yah, it is holy. Amen? Amen. This is the epitome of what holy looks like. <laughs> this is the epitome of holiness right here. This is the most holy thing that people have in their house. <laughs> this is sanctified and holy. Because it is set apart for one use and one use only. You're not going to use this to clean your window. You're not going to use it as a back scratcher. You're not going to use this for nothing but one thing and one thing only. And that's what makes it whole. Because it is set apart for a particular use. And that's the definition of holy. You understand? See, it's important that we get this. You know, you need to understand what holiness is, what holiness look like. You know, so whenever you you get confused as to whether or not you're acting holy, think of the toilet brush and ask yourself: Are you are you just being used for one purpose, or are you multi-purpose? Amen. Now. Nikos 
the Zach Zakes, whatever his name is, he said <laughs> he said something that I, that I liked. It was everything in this world has a hidden meaning. Mm -hmm. Now I wouldn't say this is a hundred percent true, but you know it's true oftentimes. You know, oftentimes things in this world have a hidden meaning. Yeah. And we're going to take a look at the hidden meaning of holiness. When we look at the word holy in the Hebrew, it's H6944 in your Strong's. It is Kodash, as aforementioned. Now, it's from uh, 6942, and it speaks to a sacred place that is a set-apart place or thing. You know, and so that's exactly what we said. Now, but what I want to show you is the root of it. See, because in Hebrew, words have roots. These roots are like um, also called parents. Mm. And just like you can't have a child that don't have the characteristics of the parent, you can't have a Hebrew cognate that don't have the characteristics of its parent root. Mm. Everybody with me? Yep. Yeah. All right, so we're going to take a look at Kodesh's parents. Its parent is Kodash, number 6942. It's a prime root. It means, prime root just means it's a parent. And it means to be or cause to make, pronounce, or observe as clean. Mm. So hereby we learn that the essence of holiness is to be clean. It's to be set apart for a particular use, but a clean use. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. You know, so the toilet brush, even though it is probably the most holy or sanctified thing in your house, I should say sanctified, it's not holy because it's not clean. Yep. True. Amen? Yep. And so hereby we learn that it's not enough to just be set apart for a particular use. You also have to be clean. Mm -hmm. And this is why when you read through your scriptures, you see um, y'all talking about, you know, do this to be clean, do that to be clean. You eat clean food yeah. so that you can be clean mm -hmm. internally. Amen? Yeah. Amen? If you eat unclean foods, you'll become unclean mm -hmm. internally. And if you become unclean internally, then it's gonna manifest in the form of sickness and disease. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yep. You know, so here it is. We may be, you know, set apart, you know, but if we're set apart and unclean, then we're still of no use to God. Mm -hmm. So that's what I want you to see. So seeing that we know that the root of holiness is to be clean. Now we need to understand what it means to be clean from a scriptural perspective. Because it doesn't matter what we think. It matters what the author of scripture, i.e. Yah, what he thought when yeah. he wrote it. Amen? Yeah. And so we look for his definitions. So to be clean in the Hebrew is tahor. It's from 2891. It means to be pure. Okay, so it says it's from 2891. So we're going to go and see who his parents are. So we go to 2891 and we see it's tahor. And it's the prime root, so now we know we had the parent. And it means properly to be bright. Mm. To be bright. So, you know, now I want you to, to understand this because, you know, 
Hebrew is not like English. Hebrew is a, is an Eastern dialect, you know, and unlike English, you know, it's a concrete language, you know, where English is an abstract language. So what I mean by this is, you know, with a concrete language, it always take you back to something you can see, feel, touch, you know, something that you can gather with your senses, you know, but an abstract um, language, it just leave you hanging, you know, like if you look up the word love in, in your English dictionary, it's going to tell you, you know, fondness, kindness, you know, uh, you know, gentleness and, you know, good and things like this. But what are those things? You still don't know what they are. You know what I'm saying? It still, it leaves you hanging. You can't like really like nail it down. Okay. But like this word clean, you know, we see that holy meant to be set apart, right? Something that's set apart for a particular use. You know, and then we look further and we found out, okay, it's not just something set apart for a particular use, but it's something set apart for a particular use that's clean. Mm -hmm. Okay, now we looking to see what's clean. Clean means pure. Okay, what does pure mean? Okay, pure means to be bright. Okay, now you we don't got to the bottom of the matter. Now we don't we we don't got to the concrete. We don't got to the ground. You know, bright. That's something you can see. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah. So you can relate to that. So now you have a picture in which to utilize when you think of something that's clean. It's bright. Amen? Amen. Now, I want you to put this in conjunction with another passage in scripture that says, Yahuwah is light, and in him is no darkness. Meaning he's bright. And Yahshua, when he came, he said, I am the light of the world. If he's the light of the world, he's bright. Because the light of the world, every time I look up and see it, it's bright. Amen? You know, so I want you to understand these concepts, you know, these words, because these words, you know, within these words are concepts. And within these concepts are the understanding. You know, it's the understanding of the truth. And this is the way the truth will set you free. Yeah. Amen. Yep. Amen. All right. So now we know what it means to be holy through and through. We don't take it all the way back to its concrete meaning. Amen. Yeah. All right. So um, also, I just wanted to show you, like, it's another word in, in the Hebrew for cleanness, mm. you know, which is bore, mm. you know, which is 12. Um, 1252 is usually translated as cleanness, where the other two are usually translated as clean. Mm. You know, now bore is from 1305. Bore means purity, cleanness, pureness. You know, it's from 1305, but if we take it back to his parent, which is Barar, you know, we see it's a prime root. That's the parent, you know, and look at what it means. To clarify, that is to brighten. Same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make bright. You follow me? Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, now within these four words, the two parents and the two cognates, that make up 95 plus percent of all usages in scripture that you that you look and you find uh, in the Hebrew where it speaks about something being clean or cleanness. Mm. You know, it's, you know, 
nine times out of 10, it's gonna be one of these words. And the essence of them are the same. That is to make bright, to brighten. Amen? Yep. You know, so now when Yah says, be holy for I am holy, mm. he's saying, be set apart for a particular purpose and be bright. For I am set apart for a particular purpose and bright. Bright and clean. Mm. Amen? Mm -hmm. You know, so holiness, when we think of it as a whole, simply equates to clean thoughts, clean actions, clean motives, clean words, clean lifestyles, clean relationships, clean habits, clean conversations, and a clean conscience. Yes. When you when you are this, you are holy. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And when you are this, trust me, you shine. Hallelujah. World have their way of shining, yeah. but y'all has his way of shining. Mm -hmm. This is how we shine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Amen. Yes. You know this this is our bling bling. This is how we shine. This is how we this is how we get we we get get to shine on. Amen. Amen. Yes. And that's what we want. You know, this is this is our goal, holiness. This is our goal that Yah wants for us, holiness. Amen. Amen. You know, so uh, definitely keep that in mind. So we're talking about holy communion. Now we know what holy is. Now let's get into what communion is. Amen. Mm -hmm. So what is communion, and why do we do? It? Communion. The Greek word is koinonia, and it's it's uh, number twenty eight forty two. It's from twenty eight forty four. It speaks to a partnership that is literally participation or social intercourse, uh, um, or pecuniary benefaction to communicate. Uh, communication, communion, contra, uh, contra. Uh, Communion, distribution, fellowship. You know, the Thayer's definition is fellowship, association, community, communion, joint participation, pretty much the same thing. Amen? Yes. You know, uh, I like the 1C definition too, you know, because this is what communion is. It's a, it's a guilt jointly contributing, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, and this is this is kind of what I'm speaking to when I say I want holy communion. I want us, I want to give jointly contributed. I want us to contribute together to give y'all a gift. Yes. And that gift that I want us to get together to contribute to him is holiness. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. You know, um, I want us to be a collection of holy people to present to him a contribution. Of holiness. Everybody with me? Yep. Yes, sir. This is my desire. This is the desire of my heart. Will Elohim give me my my heart's desires? Yeah. Well, the truth of the matter is, <laughs> we don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm asking, but I don't know. 
but don't worry. <laughs> I have a plan. <laughs> now, y'all always, any of y'all who talk to me, you know, I'm always asking, you know, what's your plan? So don't think I'm without one. You know, I'm not a hypocrite. I have a plan. Now, the thing is, I need your help. Mm. Yeah. Thing is, I need your help with, with, with my plan. Mm. And I know what some of you thinking. I know what some of you thinking. <laughs> What's in it for me? <laughs> you know, you'll give me that 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 extended hand, but you know, some folks want to know what's in it for them. <laughs> it's okay though. It's okay. Okay, it's okay. You know, because uh, you know, I, I don't I don't usually ask people to do nothing for me for free. Amen. Yeah. You know, I'm not I'm not a mute. <laughs> you know, what is your heart's desire? Because this is what you're gonna get out of here. What is your heart's desire? What do you want? Amen? Because this is what you're going to get out the deal. If you help me, then this is what you're going to get out the deal. So I want you to think about that. What's your heart's desire? But now I know it said, you know, now take note. It says, what is your heart's desire? Not desires. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> I want you to choose one thing. <laughs> you know, I want you to choose one thing. Even like I chose one thing. Amen. You know, so what do you want? Choose one thing. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the top secret formula on how to bring your heart's desire to pass. And if it worked this time, then you can just repeat the process and get your heart's next desire and the next desire and the next desire. Amen? You know, so in order to get my heart's desire, I'm willing to reveal the top secret formula to you so that you can get your heart's desire. Amen? Amen. So how to get the desires of your heart? Now, I was uh, doing the reading, you know, the Daily Psalms this week, and within... Uh, Within it was Psalms 37. Amen. Yep. You know, and you know, unbeknownst to, to many, you know, I'm actually writing a, a book of uh Proverbs. And while I was out jogging, y'all gave me a proverb. Hmm. Now, unbeknownst to myself, the proverb was centered around. Psalms 37, 4. Mm. You know, which says, delight in Yahuwah, mm -hmm. and he will give you the desires of your heart. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. See, y'all, I'm going to learn y'all something today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to teach y'all now. I'm going to learn y'all something. Yeah. <laughs> you know, delight in Yahuwah, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Okay. You know, so here it is. 
he gave me a proverb and the proverb was actually centered about this. And then as, as I was meditating on the proverb that he gave, you know, that's when he also gave me this lesson, mm. you know. Now, in order to delight yourself in Yahuwah, you've got to first know what delight, what, what delight is, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to look up delight mm. in the Hebrew, you know, like the light is H6026 in the Strong's and it's, it's Anah, mm. you know, and it's a primitive root. It means, so it's already apparent mm. and it means to be soft or pliable. Mm. Figuratively, it can speak to something that's, that's uh, effeminate or luxurious or delicate. Mm. You know, Brown Drivers and Briggs definition means to be soft, to be delicate, to be dainty, you know, um, you know, uh, 1A, then, you know, we have to be delicate to be of uh, dainty habit, be pampered, hmm. you know, uh, be happy about, take exquisite delight in, to make merry over, make sport of. Hmm. All right, amen? Hmm. All right, so that's what it means to be delight. You know, essentially, you know, be soft or pliable. Now, it said delight in Yahuwah. So it's saying in Yahuwah, you need to be soft or pliable. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Mm -hmm. You know, so if we're going to delight ourselves in Yahuwah, then we want to be soft or pliable yeah. in Yahuwah. Right. You know, so in other words, you know, you don't want to be stringent mm -hmm. and not giving. Because Yahuwah may decide to tell you to turn at any given moment. Mm -hmm. And if you're too stringent and you try to turn on a dime, you're going to break. Amen. Yeah. So he wants you to be soft or pliable. So when he needs you to bend, you can bend. When he needs you to turn, you can turn. When he needs you to stoop, you can stoop. Amen. Amen. Now, this was no secret. This is right, Psalms 37:4. So, you know, I know some of you may be thinking, like, you know, that wasn't no secret, Pastor Obadiah. You know, that, you know, we all read that, you know, uh, this week, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and you're right. That is no secret, you know, because that wasn't a secret for me, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, that, that wasn't, that wasn't a secret for me, you know, so here's the secret form. It's found in Isaiah 58, 13 through 14. It says, if thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure mm. on my holy day, and call the Sabbath a delight, Anak, mm -hmm. the holy of Yahuwah, honorable, and shall honor him, not doing thine own ways, mm -hmm. nor finding thine own pleasure, nor even speaking thine own words. Then shalt thou delight thyself in Yahuwah. Ding, 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 ding. Mm. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth mm. and feed thee with the heritage of Yaakov thy father. For the mouth of Yahuwah have spoken it. Mm. Now this is the secret formula. Mm. It's doing Shabbat, but doing it yes. properly. Yeah. Doing it the way God wanted yeah. to be done. Yeah. And the way he wanted to be done is for you to cease from doing your own pleasure on his holy day. Mm -hmm. 
he calls it his holy day because now we understand why he calls it his holy day because now we understand what holiness is, right? right? His holy day is a day that has been set apart for a particular use. Amen? Amen. It's his holy day. He set it apart for a particular purpose. And that purpose is for us to dwell in it. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. You know, so the Sabbath day is set apart for a ticket for a particular purpose. You know, and we're going to get more into what that purpose is in a second. But suffice it to say, it's his holy day. It's his set apart day that's set apart for a particular purpose because it has a particular job to do. Amen. Amen. And we're supposed to delight in it, meaning we're supposed to make ourselves soft and pliable. You know, so that we can bend and turn and twist any way we need to in order to keep it holy. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. You know, and we need to cease from doing our own ways. See, we don't want to do our own ways, at least not on his holy day. Because his holy day is not about us. It's about him. No. So if it's your pleasure, don't do it. If you're doing something your way, don't do it. If you're speaking your words, don't do it. Because his Shabbat, his Sabbath is all about him. It's all about doing him. It's all about thinking about him. It's all about speaking about him. It's all about doing things his way. Amen. It has nothing to do with us. It's not our day. It's his day. And if we do this, then shalt thou delight thyself in Yahuwah. Anak. Very same word that we find in Tehillim 37 4 or Psalm 37 4, which tells us to delight ourselves in. And Yah and Yahuwah, and He shall give us the desires of our heart. So there you have the secret recipe. The secret recipe to get the delights, to get the desires of your heart, is to keep Shabbat holy. Everybody still with me? Yeah. I ain't lose nobody there. Folks still want the desires of their heart. Yeah. Yeah. You, haven't, you haven't stopped wanting it, have you? No. Still the, still, still the desire you want, right? Y'all yeah. y'all still want that stuff, right? Yeah. All right, because I'm, I'm giving you the recipe. I'm telling yeah. you how to get it. Now, at the end of the day, this is just the fourth commandment. Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. But what he did in Yeshayahu 58 is broke, broke it down so you can see what holiness looked like. Yeah. Amen? Amen? So instead of going through the defining all the terms like I did in the beginning, you know, he just said, keep it holy. You know, and in and, and Yahu Isaiah 58, he showed you what that looked like. Yeah. Amen? Yes. Amen. You know, now it's holy because it is to be a sign of our covenant. So this is the reason, a part of the reason that 
he wants us to keep it holy because it's a sign of our covenant with him. You understand? In Ezekiel 20, 20, he says, and hallow my Sabbaths, and they shall be a sign between me and you that ye may know that I am Yahuwah, your Elohim. If you're not keeping the Sabbath, then you don't know that Yahuwah is your Elohim. You may think Yahuwah is your Elohim, but you don't know that Yahuwah is your Elohim. Amen? Amen. Hallow my Sabbaths, and they shall be a sign between me and you, that ye may know that I am Yahuwah your Elohim. When we do the Shabbat, when we hallow it, not just do it, hallow it meaning to make it holy. Mm -hmm. right. That means doing it properly. Then that is our sign, that is our proof that we are Yahs. And if Yah is with you, who can be against you? Amen? Amen. If Yah is with you, if you're doing this, you know that Yah is your heir. See, this is what David knew when he ran up on Goliath. Come on, somebody. That's how he was able to run up on Goliath, you know, and have no fear. You know, like he told him, he said, you you know, you come at me with, you know, staves and, 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 and shields and swords, and I come at you in the name of Yahuwah Elohim. Hmm. Then he bust his head open to the white man. Amen. Amen. Yes. With the rock. We know who the rock is, right? Yahshua is the rock. Yes. You know, that's what happens when anybody stand before Yahuwah Elohim. Yeah. You know, if Yah is with you, who can be against you? And if you keep in the Sabbath, you have your sign. Yep. You have your proof that he's with you. Right. Now, you don't have nothing to worry about. If you do this, you don't, your worries are over. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Okay, now the cat's out the bag. <laughs> You know the secret form. You know how to get the desires of your heart. You know how I plan on getting the desire of my heart. We don't let the cat out the bag. Mm -hmm. So I have a proposition. Mm. Let's do this together. Yeah. Let's do this together. Do what, Pastor Obadiah? Keep the sound? Yeah, of course, but not just that. Let's do an experiment. You know, how many of you know that experimentation is a part of studying scripture? Many people don't understand that. Many people can't relate to that. Nevertheless, I'm putting out a call for an experiment. Amen? Amen. This experiment is for everyone to get the desire of their heart. One desire. Don't be greedy. One desire. So what does your heart truly desire? I want you to figure that out. Come up with one desire. Amen? 
You already seen my design, right? Holy communion. So I want you to figure out what is your heart truly desire. And then we're going to go nine Shabbats. Mm. We're going to plant this seed mm. into this secret form mm. for nine Shabbats. Mm. Amen? Amen. This is an, is an experiment. Mm. You know? Let the word be the truth in every man alive. Okay. See if it pan out. See if y'all keep his word. Hmm. See if he stand by it. Amen? Amen. Because I'm here to tell you, I've experimented with his word enough times to know that he does stand by it. Hmm. For these nine Sabbaths, we're going to plug into the power of prayer. But we're going to plug into the power of prayer every day. Amen. Yeah. We're going to offer up our morning sacrifice and our evening sacrifice in unison. Mm. Amen. Yeah. We're going to offer up our morning and evening sacrifice in unison. We're going to offer them up at 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. And during this time, you're going to pray not only for your heart's desire but for everyone's heart's desire at BYA. Yeah. So within this experiment, not only do you pray for your heart's desire, you also have a whole group of people praying for your heart's desire with you. Mm. So you're not just praying for my heart's desire, and I'm just not praying for your heart's desire. You know, everybody's praying for each other's heart's desire. Amen. Amen. We're gonna we're gonna put the word to a test. We're gonna see see if it if it uh if y'all if y'all stand behind his word. Amen. Amen. This is what you call proving the word. You know, so for nine saddles. We're going to plug into the power of prayer. We're going to offer up our, our, um, our morning and evening sacrifices, you know, and this morning and evening sacrifice will include, you know, prayers for our heart's desire and for the heart, um, heart's, uh, heart's desires of all of BYA. Amen. And then every Sabbath for these next nine Sabbaths, we're going to delight. You're going to delight yourself in Yahuwah. Mm. Amen. Amen. You're going to delight yourself in Yahuwah. I pray everybody getting this. I pray, yeah. you know, I pray for hundred percent participation. Yeah. Because this could be huge. You know, I'm, I'm here to tell you this could be huge. Let me, let me, let me, let me let you in on something. Something I was, you know, my wife asked me something yesterday. You know, it was kind of, you know, a serious question. You know, and um, you know, and I replied to her. You know, um, and my reply was, "I pray that I'm wrong. I think I'm right, but I pray that I'm wrong. Because if I'm right, then from August to a little past the, the first of the next year." You're gonna see a whole whole lot of people die. Mm. 
You're going to see a whole lot of people die. Like I say, I think I'm right, but I pray I'm wrong. So this would be an excellent time to do this experiment. To get the desires of your heart. What do you want most? This is the time, you know, to get y'all's attention. This is the time to get into Goshen. Anybody remember what Goshen means? To draw near, absolutely. This is the time to draw near to y'all. And this experiment will help you to do that. We living at some, some special times. We living in some unprecedented times. This things that's happening right now that has never happened before in the history of humanity. Right. Mm -hmm. They're unprecedented. You know, never before has man been able to put a halt to the entire world. Hmm. Hmm. Put a whole world of grown folks on punishment and tell them don't leave out the house. Hmm. And they do. Hmm. We're living in unprecedented times, folks. I'm here to tell you, yeah. you know, people are filled with fear. I see people riding around now, you know, in their cars with masks on. Yeah, that's crazy. And they by themselves. Yeah. Right. You know, so, you know, that, that, that just shows you how paranoid people are, you know. But I want you to understand, when people start dropping off, when people start dying, that paranoia it's going to get out of control. Yes, it will. And you're going to see people shooting people. You're going to see mm. people stabbing people. You're going to see people trying to hurt people because they're afraid that they're going to get hurt. Mm -hmm. They're afraid that they're going to catch something because you're standing too close yeah. to them. Right. Wow. They're afraid that they're going to catch something because you don't, you don't have your face covered. Mm. Mm. You know, you have to be able to see the long-term implications of this. Mm -hmm. When people get scared, they do erratic type things yeah they become very irrational you know so I, I just want i bring this up again this is perfect time for this experience let's 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 do this experience mm -hmm. you know but like i said i need your help you know so for these next nine sabbaths delight yourself in yahoo you know Try not to think your own thoughts on the Sabbath. Try not to speak your own words on the Sabbath. You know, try not to do nothing, none of your own ways on the Sabbath. Truly make it all about Yah. In every aspect, all about Yah. And see if he don't give you the desire of your heart. And pray every day. At nine and at six, set a timer on your phone to remind you. And pray for your heart's desire and everyone else's heart's desire here at BYA. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, really it's a type of fast. The Sabbath is a type of fast where you fast from the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
you fast from everything that is of the world, everything that is not of Yah. Amen? Amen. So this, this is the experiment. You know, make Sabbath Kodesh again. <laughs> you know, make it, let not the toilet brush be the most sanctified thing in the house. You should be the most sanctified right. thing in the house. Yeah. Amen? Amen. Especially on Sabbath. It should, on Sabbath, it shouldn't be nothing in that house that 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 is more sanctified and holy than me. Hmm. You should be set apart to one thing and one thing only, and that's Yah. Coming before his people in holiness. Amen? Yes, amen. Let's nail it down. Let's get it right. Because if we do, y'all going to bless us. Mm -hmm. He going to bless us with the desires of our hearts. Whatever that may be. Nine weeks from now, we'll be celebrating Sukkot. Mm -hmm. And so the goal is, during Sukkot, we're going to get together. And we're going to talk about this experiment. And we're going to see how many people got the desires of their heart. Yeah. Amen. Amen. You know, because, you know, you have to review experiments. This is how we learn. When you review the experiment, you know, the results of the experiment tell you what you learn. Amen. Amen. Okay. So there you have it. That's all I have for you. Pray it was a blessing. Amen.